You won't get sick. It's really... I think I've done this accidentally to myself. Dumping on my night and my day off tomorrow. Well... Because I'm going to get sick. No, you're I don't want to be sick. You're not going to get sick. Yes, I am. It's a combo. It, it, here's here's what... I, I've done the math. I've done the math. So, it was very dusty where I was in, in, in a back room for two days. And that always makes me a little itchy, itchy, wheezy, sneezy. And then I come home to the land of, oh, baby, the, not the hydrants, the radiators are on and they are kicking. So if you fall asleep right next to one, you know, for instance, in a corner on a couch, you're just getting dried out and then it's overproducing. And then we have some post-nasal drip and then ooey, ooah, there we are. Hmm. Well, I hope you're right because... I'll be devastated. And I'm I'm long overdue. <clears throat> I haven't gotten a, a sickness other than COVID since this time last year. Oh, well. Right, almost exactly this time last year. Yeah, or I got a cold wife. from going to Dinoco on a Tuesday night, you know. I'm sure you got a cold, but I hope you're just not contagious anymore. I no. really don't want this right now. No. I don't want it. And everyone's coming down with it. Everybody got the... Everyone's getting sick, not in the COVID way, just in the regular old-fashioned way. They're down with the sickness. Ooh, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think like it's about time to like have like a little head cold. I mean, it's all clear. I'm just like, you know, I'm blowing clear. So that's usually a good sign. That is a good sign, I guess. You know, yeah. I don't know. Or m- maybe you're just at the clear phase and then it'll transition into the green goo phase. Oh, no. In the mornings, it's a little um, <clears throat> cured, let's say. Yeah. But you do one of those and then it's all. All done. Oh, well, maybe maybe you're okay. Maybe I you're think in it the is, clear. I think it's just, you know... How long truly, has this been uh, going on? Three days. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't really been around much, yeah. so maybe I avoided the worst of it. I was hacking yesterday very badly. Yeah. The day before, I took a little soaky soak. Felt okay. Okay. All you right. Know, so I just maybe. sweated it all out. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I hate to show no sympathy for you, but... It wouldn't be the first time. It's I fine. Feel, <laughs> I feel bad for your sickness, but I feel worse for myself. <sighs> Listen, he who is about to receive on the bottom. There's, there's so many. The there's so you're my <laughs> contagion bottom. Um, no, I, you know, I already, you know, did the big boss thing of like, guys, I can't do it. I'm going to go home because it's, you know, when you get that like little bit of like, ooh, we're getting some sinus pressure. I don't want to be around for this. Yeah. Because then the fuse is just real short and no one wants to see it. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm taking a sickie. Wasn't supposed to be here tomorrow anyway. Taking a sickie. Yeah, that's good. Good for you. Because no one be. I know is working tomorrow, so I'm also not working. There's a lot of people working tomorrow. A lot uh, of people don't get um, Indigenous Cibus, yeah. People's Day slash Italian American History Day off. Yeah, it's not a real holiday. It's and a I'm bank like, holiday, though. Yeah, but kind of like uh, a bank holiday. Who gives a shit? It's not you a know, federal holiday. It's nice to work in a liberal industry where they feel guilty. For bank holidays? So they give it to you because it's Indigenous Peoples now. If it was still Columbus Day, you better believe I'd be at work tomorrow. <sighs> I know that's why. That's no. the only reason why. You don't want to get flack for it. How many indigenous pa- truly, people I I, work at? Boop. I don't think I've ever worked another job where I've gotten this day off. Oh, no. I had people asking me, like, so is it time or is it uh, time and a half? I'm like, yeah. So no. Uh, no. Oh, I heard uh, the so Trader sorry. Joe's employees today discussing this, and they get time and a half for tonight and tomorrow. Fuck off. What? Yeah. I got to change careers. Bye. Mm-hmm. You want to be a cashier at the Joe's? How do you merchandise groceries? You're not groceries? exactly the most friendly person. And that used I'm to friendlier be... than some of the people down in that <laughs> fucking basement on Kent. Thank you so much. I'm a fucking peach. We've discussed it before, but they're getting progressively less friendly. Yeah. 
because they work in a basement. I mean, I could probably go in there, kick that place, and turn it into high gear real fast. But, you know, it's also a grocery store. Let's be real. No one wants to deal with food. No. I went, you know what I discovered today, though? This is not going to be interesting podcast material, but you might, uh-huh. you might appreciate this. Okay. Going on a Sunday night is good. Yeah. I've done this two weeks running now because uh-huh. I haven't felt like going during the day. I yeah. need the light to work on my truck. Okay. Uh, but at night, they begin to restock. Yeah, no shit. Around six o'clock. So yeah. you get all the good shit with a far out expiration date. Yeah. It's really nice, actually. Yeah. You know, all the, all the yoga moms come through and they pick the place over like locusts. Yeah. And then they have to refresh everything and you get the brand new stuff that's uh-huh. ready for the week. It's amazing. I, I usually like the people on Court Street would be like, no, you got to come on Saturdays. No one comes on Saturdays. Tomorrow, you're fucked. You come on Saturday. You got you got your pick of all the good shit. But I feel like on Saturday, you're running the risk of getting all the old shit. You get a little bit of old shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, just left over from the rest of the week. But you have every, you know, but tonight, style, every tonight, category. On a Sunday, they're getting ready for Monday. Oh. So it's everything is there. Everything is new. I've gone on a Monday and it's been bad. Well, you know, I don't know what their schedule is. I, this is all conjecture, mm-hmm. but I've noticed this. I don't think two times makes a pattern, but if I do it a third well, time, yeah. I'll be convinced that that's the it. only time to go. Guess and test. Yeah. <sighs> Did you take one COVID test or two? One. Okay. How do you know you don't have it? You should take another one. Do you know how fast it went? <laughs> to, do you know how fast it went to no? Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. It's not like I care anyway. I mean, the only advantage of it would be just free time off work. I mean, I know. Yeah. But I've been like <clears throat> gearing up for this like special project thing that's this week. And I'm like, if I don't get to go do that, I'll be so pissed. What is that when you have to drive to New Jersey? Yes, correct. Oh, wow. You're looking forward to that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I get to show face and do something. We shouldn't talk about it. But yeah. the last time we discussed it, you were, you know, disgusted. I didn't want to do it five times. But if I only got to go once, hey, oh, okay. I could do once. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun treat. Nice. So it's just me and my bottle of Woodford here uh, resuscitating me the Irish way. I noticed that. That's awfully nice for a hot toddy, the yeah. Woodford Reserve. Do you know how the other options that I was faced with at ye old shitty liquor store? Uh, let me guess. Evan Williams. Oh, lots of that, which I will not drink. Probably some Jack Daniels. Too much, yeah? Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think of anything like on the middle upper end. The little bottle of Bullet was $22, and I said, oh, you've yeah. got to be fucking kidding me. They know what the white people like. The Bullet yeah. and the Espelon are $10 more expensive than they should be. This little Woodford, like, Mickey. Yeah. Well, it's not really a Mickey. Like, a flask yeah. was $12. Yeah, okay. Which I thought was reasonable for the amount of whiskey that I ever want in my life. Yeah, that's true. You didn't want to finish off the um, maple whiskey from what do you mean? up north? There's nothing to finish There's off. There's a tiny little bit left in there. Well, maybe I'll throw it in. Yeah, you should. Um, it would be good in a hot toddy. A little bit of sweetness. A little sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean... Mm. Throwing honey in there anyway. Well, that's true. But you that's know. like real honey, not like honey flavoring. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You need that 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 uh, throat coat going on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Throat goat coat. Too much? Oh. What's too far? Yeah. Huh? Speaking of Kanye. Oh, yeah. He's... he's we got to talk about... He's really getting... What's the movie? We got to talk about Kevin. Kevin. We got to talk about Kanye. Kanye, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we do. He's just, you know, he is, for the umpteenth time, I don't know he's what's having a mental on. breakdown, but man, did he really speak some truth, um, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm going to go with no. I mean, it all started with a t-shirt that, what the fuck? I um, have no idea what his beef is with the fashion thing. That's a little over my head. He's like mad at Gap. He's mad at Adidas. This was all No, 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 no. During his Paris Fashion Week uh-huh. show. Oh, he, the White Lives Matter. Oh, t-shirt. boy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then. Uh, he was pictured with Candace Owens. 
Yeah, Both of them wearing that. Insane to me. It's Yeah, it's getting really... Things are going wild. It's things, a little things too, are haywire. You know what? I hate to say this because I, I feel like... I feel like an old man, an old man, but it's a little too online for me. I'm like, I get all the signifiers, but I'm not, it's not adding up to a sign. Right. I can't figure out what the fuck is going on here. And it's probably just because Kanye is crazy. I think it's just a full mental breakdown in public with lots of money. Yeah. He, like I saw an interview with him and he looked like puffy bloated, like black Santa. Oh my God. And I was like, whoa, dude. If he wasn't black, he would look like he drives a tractor. I mean, he has the He's same. He's doing aesthetic. full Wyoming. He has full Wyoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the like grizzly puby beard, yeah. a trucker hat, probably make hoodie. America yeah. great again, and like a hoodie. Yeah, he looks like he needs a Monster Energy drink and a shitload of Carhartt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He looks, but like, his Carhartt is like WIP, not like right. Walmart, Balenciaga overalls or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, you know, the same white uh, wellies that the guy in Florida has. But yeah, I have to admit, a lot of this is just over my head, and and I'm. I don't I'm know. fascinated by the screenshots, and I and every time I see him post, I screenshot it myself because I'm like, "This oh, isn't going like to last, last long," yeah. you know. But yeah, he was going anti-Semitic. He's going what? He was going Deathcon three, he not w- Defcon. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like Defcon three, which is also funny from a military nerd perspective because Deathcon Defcon three is actually no big deal. That's what we're always at. Yeah, it's Def- Defcon two and one are you know. It goes in ascending or descending order. Well, you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, he went on Tucker for two hours. Apparently, there was a part oh one boy. and a part two. I haven't gotten to it yet, but you can probably skip it at this point. Uh, yeah, honestly, you kind of know what's gonna happen. Y- y- this was before this all popped off. You know, a couple weeks ago when he was popping off about Adidas and stuff. Adam Lehrer on his Substack wrote, I think, the perfect summary. Like, I've always thought Kanye was like. This is him speaking. I always thought Kanye was like a genius and worth defending because he's like the last like kind of big celebrity with a contrary attitude and like actual vision. Right. But now he's just transcended that and gone back to annoying. Like yeah. Actually, he's just annoying again. And I kind of feel that way. He's going a little too hard in the paint, even for me. It's not that I'm offended by it or anything. It's just when it stops like having a thrust, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. It's buckshot. It's buckshot. And it's like, dude, what's this about? Like you like get him on meds like i don't know like you need some help my guy yeah i mean he just doesn't take him when he when he gets him though. right that's always been his problem Oy. and like what are you gonna do he's got a billion dollars who's gonna tell him no, yeah, yeah nobody's really incentivized what's to the tell thing him no. like rule 51 ing him are you talking about rule rule 34 if nope, you can not, think of it not it's that porn no on not that no, oh. no 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 like the like getting someone committed oh you want to get like a britney spears situation yeah though? like a conservatorship for Kanye? they tried that well donned is dead so she's out. Chris tried to do it. They are not going to be able to do it now. No, not anymore. He's not affiliated she with tried. anymore. He doesn't really have any family, it seems like. His dad is, his dad exists, but then he posted a text from his dad that was like, uh, LOL, that Jew thing was really funny. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. What is going on at the West HQ? It's really off the Things rails. are bad. Um, yeah, but, it, you know, it's not... Um, for, I don't know how to articulate this. Like, it's not adding up to a spectacle that's interesting. No, it's just you know kind of pathetic. Which yeah. is kind of like that's the kind of thing where you're like, Oof. like who is this for? I don't know who it's for. I, I don't either. I mean, I I think like it does make all the like based internet conservatives be like, yay! But it's like, why are you saying that though? Just because he uses your like material 
It doesn't yeah. seem like that. That's his really his point. It seems like someone just with you. yeah it's scraped just... up some bullshit from like an Urbit seminar and then yeah. just like went Kanye read it or type it rather. And it's like no, dude, like you're not winning people over. You're just winning like the worst people in, on the internet over. Which honestly, they're fucking fickle as shit. So like, who yeah, gives a fuck? They're gonna hate you for the next time you post something they, against their sensibility or like you know earnest at all right there yeah. it's a fucking over yeah, yeah, yeah like those are the people in the world that you don't want to deal with because they are mentally unstable too and it's just an echo chamber of stupid yeah like i don't i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know what to say about it beyond that just that i've i've noticed it we've noted it yeah it's here but uh, you know and i'll continue to follow it because the, the recent development as of today that i think is kind of interesting is because it's all ties together because we live in this crazy world oh boy. elon musk purchasing twitter means kanye gets his twitter back which already happened because instagram oh. kicked him off again uh, well that happens and like then elon months. musk was like hey just come back to twitter like it's all good now and so now he's on did he actually pay for twitter this time yes he had to oh by law yeah, you've been following this at all? I'm no, assuming really. not really. So what happened was he reneged on his original offer Correct. because he claimed that Twitter was full of bots, which is true, but is yeah, not the reason not really. he yeah. took it back. Yeah. The reason he took it back is that the stock price was like less than half of what he offered because he did it at the top of the market. Anyway, well, so long story short, Twitter took him to court and was like, this is bullshit. We already signed this deal. Like, you have to purchase the company. No and yeah. he tried to protract that court battle as much as possible. And then, like, last week or whatever, it basically was fait accompli that he was going to lose in court. So, so he was, like, actual original yeah. offers back on the table. And he kind of tried to spin the, like, optics of it to make it look like it, 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 this was his brilliant plan all along. But really, he's just losing a shit ton of money on oh, yeah. his Twitter. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, he's, you know, he's going to make whatever changes he wants to make. Who knows what that means? Well, he did also just say, speaking of the Kanye, he was like, Kanye is a great friend and impressive thought person. And then like two minutes later, it was the, it was the anti-Semitism moment. Uh. <laughs> so, you know, you just screenshot those in perpetuity and then you're like, hey, hey, space potato guy. Well, you know, I mean, he invited him back on Twitter even after all of that. Oh, geez. So okay. for whatever that's worth, that's where we're headed. That's our societal trajectory. Cool. Is Kanye West losing his mind and Elon Musk being like, cool, brah. You know, which, you know what? Hey, I'm here for it. It's not an election year, so there's nothing exciting going on in that arena. We might as well follow this. You know what I mean? You know, nuclear armistice. Yeah. What 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 news do you have on this front? uh, Big Daddy P is, you know, threatening, you know, whatever means necessary and shaking hands. Uh, He's been doing he's been doing that for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who knows, man? I, I, you know, we had our whole like episode where I went off about this mm. back when the war started. No, I mean, nuclear war is, yes, extremely scary and much more possible now than it's been since like 1962. Right. But uh, apparently, the U.S. is buying iodine tablets and some weird drugs to combat uh, nukies. I'm like, cool. Uh, yeah, I, I feel mean, great. You know, my position is like a world where the nukes start flying is not a situation that you want to survive. True. So I actually think it's kind of okay and cool to live in a place that's like, you know, if if an all-out nuclear war happened, we're scheduled for like 35 on this city alone. So you're oh, not living. That's true, yeah. So, hey, you know what? You'll just get vaporized. You won't really even know what happened, probably. Huh. Hopefully you don't survive. If you do, that's a bad situation. Rough, yeah. You, the whole world's bad at that point. Yeah. You don't want to You don't want to exist there. Who knows? I'm, I'm actually very interested in this. I re-listened to, much like I did when the war started, I re-listened to Dan Carlin's... Uh, podcast about the cuban missile crisis Uh and it's 
only marginally about that. I mean, it's such a major event that he spends a third of the show on it. But it's really about, like, can we control our mega weapons, right? It, right. It poses this question of, like, it, it, do, do human human beings need to evolve, like, intellectually and spiritually to actually, like, manage a world like this? And uh. in light of the Kanye-Elon Musk conversation, I think it's obvious what's going to happen, if you catch my meaning. Uh, well, yeah. You know, yeah. after the last couple of years, too, it's like the stupidest possible thing is going to happen. Our nuclear doctrines that are... It's very obvious that, like, even if you use a small nuclear weapon, for example, that... That escalates immediately into all-out nuclear warfare. So, right. Somehow we've forgotten the game theory of this. Because, you know, it, this is what happens in empires. Several generations go by, yeah, and people kind of forget the original plan. And they're just yeah. doing their best to, like, y- you know... Keep it rolling. To keep it rolling and, like, ad hoc move it forward, right? And this is not, this is not good <laughs> to be in a global situation with we- weapons like this and kind of lose the plot. So my feeling is this. I'm not going to make an actual prediction, but I would not be surprised if Putin gets, you know, in the next couple of years, gets backed into some sort of situation where he decides to use a tactical nuke, like a small one. Yeah. Very interesting. I, I don't know what would happen at that point. Huh. The, the option one is that the United States completely backs down and just says, I okay, fine, that. we're leaving Ukraine. I would hope that would happen. I hope everybody hopes that that would happen because if it doesn't, option two is that we retaliate. Which is insane. Which is automatic nuclear war. Yeah. Even if it doesn't happen the next day, it's going to happen in the next couple weeks. Right. So, you you know, you can't start flying jets into Russian territory and, like, taking out their silos. That, somebody's going to launch something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So even if we don't launch a nuke back at them, it just escalates. Yeah. So if the United States doesn't back down, and I don't think that we would. I honestly just don't think... Think about how much is invested in this war already and how much public opinion has zero right. effect on how, how that goes. You don't think there's a yeah. bunch of fucking, you know, the big, beautiful generals, man. They're just waiting to see what they can do with this stuff that hasn't moved in a long time. I mean... And all the new stuff that we don't even know about. Hypersonic missiles, stuff like this. I, they would be... They would love to throw a bunker buster... buster at like Putin's lair at the outside of Moscow yeah. or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're dying to do this. And <sighs> I just I can't see I hope that doesn't happen. I don't what, know. When is when is when is China just gonna come in and be like, This is cute. You all are really cute. Can you can we stop? Some of us are trying to make money here. Well God, it's just funny you know? it's just funny how the China's in big trouble too. I mean, they have a demographic crisis. We talked about this on an after show one. They have time. little trouble in big China or big big trouble in little China? Um, they have big trouble in big China. Oh, fuck. Well, okay. <laughs> Oops. I mean, you know, as a preface to this, I'm always very suspicious of what I hear regarding China because I think everything that you're hearing, even in independent media, is a lot of propaganda. I have well, no idea the bit. reach of the deep state. Because all yeah. you ever hear from any side is anti-China stuff, and that immediately makes me suspicious. Yeah, not not right, that they're yeah. good or whatever. It's just that that's not... Um, in, a very even evaluation no. of the situation. But anyway, they're going through a demographic collapse where they don't have enough young people to take care of their That's old true. people. Yeah. Way worse than here because yeah. of the one-child policy yeah. and they have more people. Yeah. Um, their economy has been collapsing like Ooh. for the last two years. Oops. Um, the COVID zero stuff is like, really fucking them over. Is really fucking them over economically and probably with their own population, although who knows? Unknown, yeah. So... When we got the lay down people. <laughs> yeah, you got the people, you know, quiet quitting or whatever loud quitting loud. Just saying no we're we're retired at 26 i'm like but take me there 
you know, but if they're willing to lock people in their houses for like 40 days in 2022, Insane. it won't be long before there's a Tiananmen style situation. You Ooh, know what boy. I'm saying? Yeah. So who knows? But, you know, they got their own fucking problems over there. And it's very clear that they would rather be authoritarian than do any kind of like integrating with the world order. Yeah. So that's that's an unstable element. Pakistan's not in a good way. What's our, what's Iran doing? They're, everybody's cutting their hair and losing their shit. Yeah, the ladies in Iran are mad. Everybody in Iran's mad. It's actually an economic thing. They have 50% inflation there. <laughs> Ever since COVID started. The combination of like the sanctions and the fact that it's, you know, tough to sell their oil to anyone. Right. Um, you know, not good. Yeah, not a lot of not good. A lot of not good in the globe. I try not to think about it too much. But well, it, what I was not at this point. It's kind of yeah. like eh, it's it's, it's rearing its ugly head. It's been a quiet period for a while, you know. I don't know. One bag of groceries at regular f- grocery store was one hundred and sixty-five dollars, and I went, "What?" I thought I was going to get out for like one twenty. Yeah, no. Fuck. And gas prices are on the rise again because yeah, OPEC like was bucks. like, "We'll just strangle you." No, there, there. You didn't see this news, did you? No. Uh, OPEC plus, which is all the Middle Eastern countries plus Russia, oh, we're like, you know what? Fuck the Americans. We're just not going to pump as much oil this time. Okay. Well, all right. You know, even though Biden went to Saudi Arabia, like on his knees groveling to MBS, like, hey, can you please pump more because of Putin's price hike? LOL. And Boy. they were like, no, actually, we're with Russia on this one. We want to make the monies. So we're going to drive up the cost per barrel by producing less. So, you know, gas prices are on the rise. That escalates tensions even more. Cool. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just funny how history rhymes in a big way, you know? Yeah. Like we got the Asia Pacific theater again, except it's China, not Japan. Right. You know, you've got uh, the Russians are always an element in in these wars. Uh You got Europe over there. You got the Middle East again, but they're all separate countries now. So they're like kind of aligning with the more authoritarian places. Everybody's, you know, you can see your axis and your allies getting formed. Cool. Right now. Great. You know. (sighs) But great to be too old for conscription. We love it. Who knows, man? I think the Russians conscripted people up to like sixty or fifty-five. What? When they did? When they just did this, like three weeks ago? Sixty? Yeah, their their age range was something like eighteen to fifty-eight or what the fuck? You know, I don't remember the number, but it was more than fifty years old. We sending hover rounds to the front lines? I mean, in America, you you need more than a hover round. Actually, that's pretty funny. Like a fifty cal on a hover round. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It's kind of entertaining. And a guy in like a fishing vest from DXL. Get some with P- a Make America. Great. Yeah, send all the old PT cruisers <laughs> that sit like in junkyards and refit them with machine guns on top. Oh my god, the army of Mary Kay Cadillacs. Just mount a machine gun to the top of those. Honestly, the Pink Brigade. I wouldn't be in that one. <laughs> if someone gives me a fucking Chevy Malibu that's pink, <laughs> and I just get to like you know whip around. I like this idea of organizing American re- regiments like according to your demographic. So you get like a bunch of Toyota Siennas and Honda Odysseys, and you have like the Hasid regiment, <sighs> just you know rumbling into Taiwan or whatever. I don't think. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, no. Um, you got the Mary Kay contingent. It's just the ladies from hell. It's just queens. Yeah, ladies and men just yeah yeah going like all right. What everybody you know you have a, a helmet, but you have a blonde wig on top of it, just to confuse everybody. We can capture prisoners, and when we put them in Guantanamo, instead of like interrogators, you just unleash frustrated uh, retail Karens on them. 
<laughs> That'll be easy to conscript. Um, you just like get like, no, you just call the housewives. You're like, Andy, we got to borrow them. We got to ship them down, down to Cuba way. Okay. Oh my God. Andy Cohen. I just learned what a zaddy was over the weekend. Are, Are you, you familiar fucking with this retarded? Term? What is that? Well, I understand what it means now. Yeah. It's like a salt and pepper, like silver fox. Not necessarily. Kind of. It's a That's sexual. That's just a daddy. Zaddy is just like, you know, the, you know, the je ne sais quoi of that. Right. Like a stylish daddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is it got a Z though? Because twinks. I wasn't able to get to the bottom of this. It also comes from like AAVE, um, white people taking black language, you know, you know, white you twinks mean white stealing women from... taking black language. No, that's how it always begins. No, twinks taking. Oh, okay. Black and then women. It yeah. gets to the women. The yeah. white women. Yeah. The whammon. That's right. Whammon. It always uh, comes back to twinks, doesn't it? They're all, they're just they're stirring just stealing up bullshit. The, yeah. yeah. They're I mean, cultural appropriating too much. They've typically never met a, a black lady in their lives, and you're like, oh, fucking Christ. That's probably true. Yeah, for the most part. Your Trevors and your Kevins of the world. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, they've grown up in you know cul-de-sacs they're not you know doing much that's true yeah 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 they don't have a local brenda you know teaching them the ways right unless they you know unless they're smoking weed at night and they end up at the rallies on 55th street that's about their only not that no that's about their only they're not going to rallies let me tell you that (laughs) like they're not painting dicks after a rally's run you know Ooh, that's true yeah they're not eating at all really ice you know oh (laughs) <laughs> that counts as a food to them. That's a meal. That's the main twink food group is ice. Two different kinds too. Oh, when you're talking about meth? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they do a little little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, yeah, it's all just theft. And then you're just like, mm, if you turn it in, okay, the 80. Like it's that kind of shit. Mm. Like it's Southern black, you know, I vernacular. See. I see. Okay. And then of course on internet, gays just are like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And women are like, yas queen. And you're like a fucking Christ. The way I learned about Zaddy was that someone uh, asked a question about a reality show. Uh-huh. And the responder said, well, you know, Andy Cohen's kind of like the Zaddy of Bravo. Okay. And what, I just, what, what white woman said this? I just had to look over at uh-huh. my friend and be like, that was gibberish, right? Did you understand any of that sentence? And she was like, no. Yeah. And I was like, that's right. Me neither. So I unpacked that, and I learned what it all was, and it kind of made sense. But that's also wrong. I mean, is it, though? He's just I, a silver fox. That's not the same thing. No, I think he's, I mean, you no. know. Okay. Absolutely all right. not. All right. I'm well, the gay in the room. That's fine. You you can have authority over this. I don't I care. I have the authority today. I got no skin in the game here, you know? Well, well, I'm I'm here to be, you know, I'm drinking whiskey. I'm here to be right, you know? <laughs> okay. Um, that's the Irish in you. <laughs> <laughs> brown liquor and tea hello hi i'm here to be right uh no one cross me um yeah i don't know yeah the world is a, a strange fucked up place at the, you the don't usually moment. bring stuff like this up i know i've been a little i don't know it's just like stumbled across like because you know what happens when you fall asleep on couch early for two hours you wake up at like you know eleven thirty, and then you're like well i have to doom scroll and then yeah. you're like, oh, God, the world is bad. And then, you know, of course, that always coincides with the timing of Kanye. And you're like, oh, fucking Christ. Um, and then it just spirals out of control from there. You Maybe Kanye is kind of a leading indicator, you know? I feel the like Kanye index? I, yeah, I feel like he starts to have his psychotic breaks, like, 
when right. things in the world pop off. Yeah, like he he does have like this psychic connection with the chaos. And yeah, when it starts to get crazy, he starts to lose his mind. And then he goes dark for a while during yeah. the quiet periods. And it then is, he makes an album or something. Isn't it a full moon in Aries right now? It is. That is correct. Yes. Yeah. As of tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I think like, you know, here's the thing. People who are generally like a little more mentally, um, that like mystic shit, we've, I feel like we've talked about this before on, on here. Like that woo shit really does affect the crazy people. Anyone who's like a little bit on the yeah, spectrum, yeah. um, you just have to like, you know, lick your finger, put it in the wind and go, huh, seems like. We're going to have some upticks and some crazy right now. And lo and behold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and if it's just, you know, whatever that the post that I'm sure you saw as well, that was like, you know, weird conversations, honest truths, but also anger and the la- not lashing out, but like acting out. I'm like, well, we got some acting out going on. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, th- to me, this stuff is always kind of a chicken and the egg problem. Mm. Like, I don't understand if there's something actually to mysticism or if uh the knowledge that things might be mystical affects the way that people interact with the world it could go either way and then it gets you know then the internet gets involved and spreads this information too far like if you just lived in a tribe two thousand years ago and some guy was like the moon makes people crazy you might be like okay well, it's because they stayed up longer because there was more light and they would get a little woo. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, like, if, if that didn't match your experience, you would have no further information to confirm or deny this. Right. But now you get, like, this just swarm of whatever bubble you're in telling you that it's true. And then it makes you crazier because yeah. it justifies your craziness, right? I kind of like, I don't know. I've seen some shit firsthand where you're like, oh, full moon, huh? All right, well. Well, and I mean, there is like certain data points to it that are can't really be dismissed, like the number of pregnancies that happen, things like oh, that. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, not pregnancies, but like births. And I'm not, yeah, and I'm not necessarily arguing that there's like a scientific explanation. I think going just as far into scientism, where you're like, there's a, a, a like very literal physical explanation yeah. for everything is probably also wrong. Yeah, the gravitational pull of the moon is sucking them babies out of the moon. I mean, that actually probably is the answer. Mm, I don't know about that, but. But that doesn't account for people's behavior necessarily. I don't know. It could. Or, or, or if it does, it's at some level that's so um, sub-perception that there's no reason to really worry about it or try you to know, explain like polar it. wavelengths or some shit? I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. How does how do, how do tides work? That's magnet, magnetic fields, right? Is this right? an insane clown posse song? It's a band. Magnetic fields <laughs> is a band. Or no. Yeah, it is. Um, no, like, because right tide. Magnets. How tide, do they work? I don't fucking know. Uh, t- isn't t- aren't tides based on the yeah the closeness or f- or, or f- uh, distance of the moon from the Earth is what makes right. It so it's gravity, right? Out, because it's a slightly elliptical orbit and not a perfectly spherical one. Mm. Okay, you know, and things and things with different uh, masses have different effects on each other's gravitational field. So yes, it pulls and pushes as it gets closer or farther away. Huh? Yeah. That's what tides are. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, you know, from a, what would you call that? Like, I guess just an astronomy perspective. You know how magical the Earth and the Moon's relationship is? 
Like, what do you mean by magical? For example, if we had two moons, imagine what tides would be like. Oh, fucking nightmare! Imagine two moons that orbited in different directions or something. You know what I mean? Or orbited on different axes. Or if the Earth's like slight tilt was uh, straighter or more acute than it is, oh, right, right, and right, right, even right. if the moon was the same, what would happen then? Right? Like, what yeah. would seasons be like? What would uh, you know? oceanic behavior be all of those things would be different like currents the incredible perfect balance of our little planetary system uh is an under discussed topic to me because you know people talk about talking about like grand design what are we doing here yeah i mean why not i mean what do you what else you got where are we going with this chaos (laughs) versus kanye conversation (laughs) um I always think it's interesting because, you know, sometimes I like to think about is there other life out there? And everybody says, like, the odds are, are so in favor of it that there must be, yet we never find it, right? Like, I mean, would you want to come and visit? It's like going to West Virginia. Well, I'm not I'm saying... I'm not trying to go there. I'm not saying that anybody has to visit. Maybe they don't want to visit, but it's like, you know, we've reached a level of technology where some kind of signal would be apparent to us. Right. I think in all likelihood, even in our local neighborhood that we're able to see... um, we have enough capability to sense different inputs that you should have found something by now. By the math, you should have found something and we didn't. Yeah. And so when I'm talking what about... What about the, them crop circles? Well, JK. Uh, it's, you know, that's probably got something more to do with ice and farmers than, mm. you know... Yeah. People get a, got bored in the 70s, man. There wasn't a lot to do. A lot of acid. The TV so went much off acid. at, yeah. you know, 10. 11 p.m. Yeah. What else are you going to do? You're, you're arguing over the last Milwaukee's best, and then you need to see who can drive the tractor in the cleanest looking circle. I and mean, there's always you know there's always some some beast in the, uh, the fridge in the garage, you know? Mm. Well. If there's not. You're in trouble. Dave, you Dave's know, got a problem. I if you're know. in Iowa, it's it's a long way to go to the nearest open liquor store. Some of those counties are still dry. Oh, boy. You know, yeah, you might be true. driving to Tennessee at that point. Ooh. Anyway, what I'm saying is I like to think about the moon-earth relationship as one example of, hey, maybe this little heaven that we have is like a little, a little more rare uh-huh. than the number of planets would suggest. Than the number of stars would suggest. We don't. We don't have a way of like really quantifying how many factors involved make the Earth like a nice place to live. We can get right. some of the big ones, you know. Yeah, we're a certain distance from the sun. We have a certain relationship with our moon. All of those things are like pretty self evident at this point in time. Right. But you know, ho- how many other factors that we don't understand, like vibes or things like that, contribute? You know, things that are um, probably scientific at some level, but don't interact with the individual in a way that makes any coherent sense to a person walking around. Oh, yeah. no. You know, because I think everything is reducible on some level to atoms. You could compute everything. Eh, Maybe. Down to thoughts, you know, but but we're not at that level yet. So things are still a mystery. How many mysteries unsolved contribute to this nice little gem of ours? Mm -hmm. Probably a lot. I mean... You know, what you're describing is like that everyone is just walking around like, you know, at a baseline Havana syndrome moment. Just depending on your sensitivity, it makes you a little crazier. Do some crazy tweeting or not. Yeah. Or you're well, just like, eh, I'm a little numb to it. Don't don't. It's not really affecting me. I, I don't know what you mean by the Havana syndrome thing. Can you explain, expand on that? Wasn't that wasn't that a thing? Like diplomats were like, oh, I'm sick. I got the sonic sonic waves, the vi- the atomic vibes hurting me. And you're like, what? Yeah, the whole thing was that they claimed that there was some secret, like, Russian or Cuban or whatever weapon yeah. that was 
you know, sending them bad waves that gave them headaches or whatever. And then it turned out that like the sounds that were associated with it were simply just crickets and that there was no evidence at the end of the day that such a weapon existed. Yeah. But that diplomats were like, you know, especially in enemy countries were coming down with like psychic afflictions that were unexplained. <sighs> you know, well, it's interesting, like. When we think about people in the Middle Ages, they really believed in magic, right? Like, we talked about this a little bit in Europe. Like, they really did. I mean, because their worldview was so limited from a scientific perspective that how else could you explain things other than through the supernatural? God and witches, yeah. People more thoroughly believed that. Right. We can't inhabit that headspace. That's actually, like, impossible for us to, like, clearly analogize. But you have to imagine that in that world, people actually believed in magic. Right. One of the... things that i think about a lot i forget where i heard this but it's useful is that at a certain point in our trajectory um science and technology replaced uh religion and mysticism so thoroughly that when you're looking for the explanation for an unexplained phenomenon it must be technological therefore rather than seeing angels we see ufos Right. Therefore, rather than experiencing like psychic pain, it's Havana syndrome. It must yeah. be a weapon. Uh-huh. After the atomic bomb, all of existentialism revolves around our ability to do things to ourselves. No angels, no demons, no devils, no. Yeah. You know. So it's not that creatures. mysticism like doesn't uh, doesn't exist. It's that we we can't inhabit it the same way that somebody that really believed right. it could. Yeah, everybody like just like the Catholics that uh, on the internet that are like I'm trad or whatever. Just in the same sense yeah. that they're larping, so are New Age people. Oh yeah, they're larpers for a thing they never experienced, which was called hippies. And That's the hippies, funny. and the hippies before them, you know, were larping like towards Rousseau, and you know all a these little, ideals yeah. that were never really enacted, right? Yeah. But it's all fake. You can't do that. Well... Genuine mystery uh, doesn't take the form of anything. It remains unexplained, you know? Otherwise, you're into ideology territory. Yeah. In the Middle Ages, it was angels. Today, it's UFOs. Huh. Same shape. Big eyes. Can't really look directly at them. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's kind You know, in our contemporary, we have big, big bad wolves, right? But they're just people who are larger than life and just you know act and act wild and out you know the nick cannons of the world not nick cannon necessarily himself but the idea of wiling out although he is having like 35 children so like i don't know is he like you know one of the sex gods of ancient rome maybe perhaps you know he's just zeus and about you know um he's like i found i found a hole i fucked it and I found it's a new kid and a new species. And you're like, whoa. Well, Elon Musk does this too. I do think there is something about certain uh, rich sex addicts that they get high on spreading their genes. I don't think they're spreading genes, but they're spreading, you know, the seed is being sprinkled. You mm-hmm. know, they are salting the earth, uh, owning about. Well, they're not that different than that, like, gynecologist that got caught, like, impregnating women oh, with like his own 65 sperm. Yeah. yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's sort of the same thing, except they're doing it legally. Mm. You know? Consensually, maybe, I guess, but, like, yeah, legal. Yeah, almost certainly, uh, yeah. but, like... Who's paying for the them same kids? fascination yeah. is what I'm saying. I, yeah. think, I think that there is sometimes a fixation on people, like, how much can I spread myself? It's a very narcissistic thing. Oh, it's always narcissism. But this is also, like, you know... Is that that different from, like, you know, the need for 
royalty back in the day to have as many kids as possible so you could like install dukes and duchesses all over the place and have more people to watch over no, the I, land yeah, you know i'm agreeing like with that. it's like it's that same kind of superstitious like only the bloodline can protect you know the bloodline and the property like we're not that far from you know we've said it before it's like you know how far away are we from you know feudalism in the contemporary like you just got to pick you know which house you want to live in you know do you want to go to the house of kanye and be fucking wild or do you want to go to the house of musk and be like well it's a technocracy but you know he is making us work to death um right this is another point that i'm um taking from dan carlin but in his world war one podcast he talks about this a little bit in the lead up to that war because all of the aristocratic houses were related to each other right and they were um so many generations removed from like really competent leadership that when you do things through a hereditary system of passing on like institutional knowledge it inevitably decays so you get because it becomes bureaucratic um well and it also just becomes decadent and lazy like you know wilhelm Wilhelm ii is not an effective ruler of imperial germany at the time because he has a stipulation in his military exercises that whatever brigade he's commanding can't lose you follow me so you can't oh, even effectively practice for a war at that point you no know? yet you want to wage one so desperately because you're trying to impress your cousins in britain and your cousin in russia stupid right and uh, to kind of tie it back into kanye there is an ancient civilization called the elamites i don't know anything about the elamites but they they kept getting one insane ruler after another so, you know, huh. it makes for interesting reading, but you wouldn't want to live under it. And if our contemporary aristocracy is basically celebrity... What's, which it, what's which the spelling is. of that, by the way? Elamites? Uh, I'm not sure. If I had to guess, it would be E-L-I-M-I-T-E-S, but I don't Cause know. Because in uh, Possibility of an Island, there's uh, the cult that are... That's the thing, are like the Elohim. So oh. I'm sure, like, Welbeck was pulling from that, but... Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. too. I, and you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, it might be like an E-L-Y spelling... Okay. Elam sounds like a Mesopotamian civilization. Yeah. I would guess that it's in that area. Yeah. I don't know though. Um but the point is that like if our if our contemporary situation is all these celebrities and you know only the pinnacle of narcissism gets to the top of that height. Right. Like at least in hereditary monarchies it, it really had nothing to do with your with your psychological profile. It was just like, okay, you're in the chain, so it's yeah. you now. It's you. Now yeah. it's like the only people that rise to stations where they can command any authority are have to be narcissists. You have to be yeah, so self-involved and power trippy to get up there. This is how we got girl bossing and gatekeeping. Yeah. You know, you don't have Sophie Amoroso, whatever the fuck her name was, girl boss number one, without having a huge scoop of, you know, sugar, spice, and narcissism, you know? That's the only way to do that. Like, you have to, like, and this is the same thing with all tech founders. They have they have unbridled delusional narcissism that they're right, you know, like, think of, like, the meta idea, and everyone's just like, my guy, like, you gotta go out in the sun. Like, right. I, I don't know, like, you don't need SPF 600 all over your pasty body, because you look literally like a shedding lizard it's, you're not helping yourself <laughs> at all my guy um and it's like you know it's the fear like furious like i won't be wrong problem of like well what if we tried like what it would look like if we lost a bunch of things what's our way out and it's like no we're never gonna lose it's like well you're gonna lose eventually well i think in the silicon valley people's cases it's um not that they're going to lose because they you know over the last 30 or 40 years, they have effectively like consolidated all of the 
useful power into their hands. Right. You know, whether it's Palantir getting government contracts or Mark Zuckerberg trying to like buy put, put everyone in yeah. goggles or whatever, yeah. or Jeff Bezos literally buying everything and being, you know, the second largest employer in the world, Oof. you know, getting to that level. I mean, they have done this. They have won and they will continue to win. But the thing that's scary about their uh, philosophy is usually that um, it, it all revolves around inevitability. Like, they don't think of the metaverse as a bad idea, simply as inevitable. It's like very Darth Vader-esque. Yeah. It feels like out of a, a sci-fi movie or like Joseph it's, Campbell or something. It's Thanos. I, I am whatever. I am inevitable. Yeah. They stop thinking They stop thinking in terms of like rationality and just in terms of inev- inevitability. Yeah. You know? And like with the monarchy example from back in the day, from prior to the 20th century, it's like th- that was sort of the same thing, right? But the inevitability was genetic inevitability. It was just a chain of succession. Um, the way you wielded power within that was kind of up to you, and it was always localized. So yeah. even someone like Louis the Fourteenth creating Versailles could never really take over the world. There was never right. really any threat of that. There was always going to be the Prussians and the British and whoever else to kind of check this check balance. Yeah. Now we don't have that because the global world is totalizing. I mean, you have like a little bit of that in Catherine the Great. A little bit. I, I mean, maybe I'm just thinking of the TV show. Well, you know, the Russian czars had more land or whatever, but it was not like the Russian czars were ever going to take over the Chinese. Oh, fuck no. You know, they were never going to take Africa. Like, th- supplying that endeavor was literally impossible, whereas right. now it's not. Yeah. And, like, so you get to this point now where it's like you have a, a similar fixation on inevitability, but it's technological inevitability. And then you have an incentive system that, rather than being genetic, is uh, selected for by narcissistic traits. Right. Capitalism selects for the people with the most will to power. Yeah. And the people that are most self-promoting. It also helps if you have the inherited wealth. You know? So that there's a little bit of, you know, the old world, you know, dynamic dynamic and they're sprinkled in like a, as a, as a sure underline. but in terms of this i think that um resentful proles like you and i tend to weight inherited wealth a little bit too much yeah because like in the broader game of power you can't ignore it though i'm just you saying can't you can't ignore, ignore it, it. it, it but it'll but it only gives you a marginal boost actually a lot of people with family money do very little with it uh, yeah. like when you think of like elon musk and even donald trump like the amount of family money that they got to get to the heights that they were at is fairly marginal compared mm. to like I, yeah. I, I don't know if like david coke has children i'm assuming that he does and that we've know. never heard of them we've never heard of them but the amount of money they have and what little they're doing with it is the contrast i'm trying to draw out i would you know i would wager that he has no kids like the Koch brothers have no kids because they were just like, we want the money. We don't want to give it to the children. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what their dynamic is, but you could substitute any, um, you know, any billionaire from in industry that you want. All of those people have children that are doing very little with that money, but spending it right. that have no will to power at all. So like Donald Trump getting $2 million from his dad or even Elon Musk getting like a hundred million, whatever he yeah. got from his dad is kind of a drop in the bucket compared, compared to what's to what actually possible. Yeah. Yeah. If you thought about the like hereditary lineage of money, you know, there are children with trust funds that are billionaires right. and they're not doing anything with that. No, You know, Jeff Bezos did something with that. So whatever amount of help he got at the beginning. I mean, I don't know how much human growth hormone you can really just like tap out at, though. Oh, boy. You know, 
he's you know he's spending half of the money he didn't lose in the divorce on a trainer and hgh mostly just hgh yeah uh and probably some implants things are not looking maybe natural you know yeah um and also like if you're that bald why wouldn't you be like we're getting the best plugs in the entire fucking world no, I think he made the smart choice, which is you don't do that. Uh, Elon Musk did that, and he looks like a disaster. He always was going to look like a disaster. Yeah. That's just, again, talking about inevitability. Mm-hmm. Hey, some shit's just in the genes. Well, you know what? Talk about an talk inevitability. About, talk about the Habsburgs. Plugs are bad. Plugs are never good. You mean I can't go to, you know, what's that place? I don't know. <laughs> you, you go to a flight, you take a Middle East flight, and then everybody, all the dudes have like little crown, like little pokey crowns in their head oh boy are people flying to like bahrain or something Something. you know israel or something to get maybe yeah turkey i think it's turkey that would make sense things are cheap in turkey it's real cheap yeah Yeah. i would not no Mm -mm. but it's just like a bunch of bleeding fat men on a plane just full full of bleeding heads and you're like oh Oh, can you what, imagine what it's like to like try to clean that upholstery after a flight like that? <sighs> Hose it down. The back of every headrest needs to be replaced. That's that's why there's those little like sandy naps on the headrest. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. Which we don't have in America. We're like, eh, no, that costs too much. No one's flying for that shit. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, all right. Did we solve world politic? I don't know. I don't know, even know where this is going at this point. Mm. Just talking about the state of just the talking state about the state of the state world. Of the world. Yeah. Hey, you know that's fine. I mean, we did stray from talking about the like the energies of the the stars and and on psychological uh, stability. But hey, well, I was tortured in doing it. But what I was trying to draw out was that uh, the parallel to monarchy. Like, it is actually kind of interesting to me that in a way Kanye is a king, and well, he's the insane one, right? Yeah. And in a way, Elon Musk is a king, but he's the kind of like. Uh, like appears as the benevolent funny dictator, one yeah, or whatever. And you know, and then you have Peter Thiel, who's like the shadowy one. I mean, you have Jeff Bezos, who's you know the biggest but most banal one. You have Mark Zuckerberg, who's like Twinkie and evil. You know, you get all you get all the same dynamics. This has always been true. Bezos is, you know, England at a tight right. Mm-hmm. Zuck is the Holy Roman Empire. Oh, this is nefarious and a little like, you know, sneaky. Um, Teal is the separatist Catholics who tried to move the capital to uh, outside of Paris. Oh, you're talking about the Huguenots? No, no, no. Those were Protestants. That's Protestants. That's different. Uh, No, I know what you're talking about, but, you know, sure. When they tried that one. Um, And then, uh, I don't know. Kanye is just like, he's like the Greeks. He's like, I was once great. I once did 808 and Heartbreak. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. But now I got no. I have too much, you know, historical stuff, but nowhere to go. W- and you're like, oops. Well, his fate will be interesting to watch no matter how it goes down because he is too big to fail at this point. Like, people that work with him can't really drop him no matter what he does because there's too much institutional investment in him. Right. It's just like we talk about with bad artists or whatever. It's kind mm-hmm. of the same thing. Like, y- you know, there's... People have like retirement funds riding on Kanye's performance with certain fashion oh, lines yeah. or whatever. So you can't you can't cancel him effectively. Yeah. You can't just get him out of the picture. But I don't know what usually what usually happens to insane rulers. I'm trying to think like somebody will well, basically buy him out and sideline him. You just buy the name. Yeah. You liquidate that. You liquidate the you separate the 
equity from the you know the name from yeah. the thing and then you just go thank you so much we did buy the name just so you know um that is split uh we're gonna wholesale this out now and call it a day it's getting to the point where yeah he's gonna have very little actual power and you know just be the court jester or whatever <sighs> if he can even do that like i don't know which is already always already kind of true in in terms of entertainers right like the idea that there are hip-hop people that have a billion dollars like him and jay-z is just but jay-z is the quiet one going like we don't talk about it you know and because he's like i don't talk about it because my wife makes all the money i don't know he makes a lot of money too he makes a lot of money on other stuff yeah he's He's the mogul she's still a star he's not so much in the same way yeah that's true i would yeah i would buy that yeah um fair yeah you know, and to me, they always had a creepy relationship, Jay-Z and Beyonce, kind of like Bill and beard, Hillary. It's a beard situation. I've heard that. Is Jay-Z gay? We think. Yeah, everyone thinks so. And we're pretty so. sure that, or at least Beyonce, not, she not. Well, they definitely don't have an intimate relationship. Again, like Bill and Hillary, this is a purely like house of cards, handshake. <sighs> we're doing. We smoke a cigarette at the end of the night and talk about who we fucked over today. Right. Like, I do think they like each other, but mm. not in a sexual way. Like, there's no way. I don't even think they like each other. I don't know. Well, they're in a lucrative arrangement that requires that they at least present as if they do. That's royalty. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Well. We'll see. I don't know. I hope that, I, I hope everything goes well the next couple of years. I am, I am like, I'm kind of with you that the, the vibe shift is much quieter right now in yeah. a way. Kanye is being loud, but that's not what I mean by this. I just mean, you know, I've talked about it many times that, like, these periods that are sort of lulls are always, like, the wild, you know, the wild west in between. You got to keep your eye on things. And they're kind of the funnest in terms of having conversations like this and, like, just just wildly going out on a limb and speculating. It's fun for that reason. But, yeah, I don't know. Then, you know, another big event's going to come. This year it was the war in Ukraine. That happened pretty early in the year. And since then it's been, you know. There's inflation. There's all this stuff, but it's all like boring, quiet stuff. The but it's the boring, quiet stuff that builds to a head. It you know? does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, the part that. Ooh. That's the stuff that makes the big things end up. You happening. have to keep your like to see what the pulse is on it, because if it starts to like race, you're like, uh oh, uh oh, because something something will have to give at some point if the you know the psi is too high. You know. Yeah, but at the end of the day, if you just. Um you keep less of an eye on media in general the less you doom scroll the less you can't aware de- you are yeah, of any of this stuff yeah but i don't think it's necessarily good to be delusional like you know no no no, no. but did, like a lot of people say that but like i'm not accusing you of this but that is a thing that like libs do of like well you need to know about the news otherwise oh, you're mean. it's like that's not what i mean you know you keep an eye on it but hurricanes you, you know you gotta keep your screen time down right and your head level like you yeah. should know about events because you need to know how to make large scale decisions in your life you know and interest rates and things like this do matter but you right. shouldn't get upset about it no. you should you should try to learn i'm not accusing you of that oh, either no, but no, like no. Yeah. Y- you know you should learn to try to ride these waves if not profit off these waves i usually do and i thi- don't just mean yeah. in an economic sense i mean if you're starting to feel like Okay, shit's getting chaotic. People are talking about nukes again. Yeah. Um, having the attitude of like, all right, I'm going to surf this. 
rather than be alarmed as you're told to be. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I would like to. You know, my. You know, we we love a, a skeptical moment in this house. So you're just like, that's why I just open the door to things that are happening. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in there? And then it's just like, okay, let's close that. I wish I didn't open that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so much of these opening doors and just the reason I'm cautious about media stuff is that's most of what warfare is now. Sliding is doors? Is information war. With Gwyneth Paltrow? Is that a movie? Oh, yeah. You don't know about sliding no. doors? No. All right, so pause that thought about, you know, wars. Uh, sliding doors. This is the breakout, right? If she made her train, her life would go a different way. If she missed her train, her life goes a certain way. It's two movies in one. One, great. The other one, not so great. Uh, this is a, you know, this is kind of a classic premise. Yeah. Um, it's a, an O. Henry story. Yeah, basically. And you're like, whatever. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sure. No, but no, yeah, that's useful acted very badly um never i'm s- sure it's acted very bad only saw the trailer and went i got it um but you know that's relevant to the point that i was going to make which is just be careful what you're consuming and how you think about it because you never know what the source of it is i mean i gen- right. i genuinely think that most things that we're reading from almost any source are meant to make you feel a certain way and a good instinct to have is to not necessarily go the other direction and say, like, okay, everyone's talking about nuclear war. That means it's not going to happen. That's not true. But right. w- think about for a second, why are you being directed to think about that so hard? <sighs> well, because then it's like, oh, we'll just accept that. Like, oh, some we're going to yes. inevitably have to use it in retaliation. Won't that be okay? And then you look at, you know, comments on Twitter and people are like, yeah, just hit them back. And you're like, stupid. Or even if... um the nuclear war angle never happens. It's trying to get you to accept a narrative. Don't accept it. No. You don't have to be contrary to it, but you don't have to accept it either. No. Um, like it's the trying gru- to wear you down. The gruel on your plate is never the thing that you have to eat. You can also be like, save it. Mm-hmm. Keep keep that for, for the next guy. I, I'll go without today. And you might get some lashes over that, you know? Yeah. You know, Right now, we just do that, like, you know, in a cultural kind of, like, now it's really offensive. And you're like, what, just by saying, like, hey, don't worry about it? Are you fucking kidding? All right. Well, what scares me about the in- info wars uh, in terms Interesting of choice of- <laughs> these bigger political events is that the narrative, we talked about this the last episode with the Guggenheim thing, like, right. the narrative is shifting on cultural issues. Anyone give you any feedback on that one? I got no feedback on that, and I'm a little concerned. Uh, No. I, I didn't really get any. My mother asked me, hey, can you send me the link to that article? Oh. But I didn't hear anything after that. Huh, interesting. Um, who knows? I mean, I feel like that one kind of went under the radar, that article. Yeah. I haven't seen any like follow-ups to that in Not any other all. publications because the art world can't address it. It's because there's a bit more interesting more interesting thing. Um, Helen Molesworth is doing a podcast about the death of Anna Mendieta, trying to get oh. people to talk about we're doing a Floor my guy. favorite murder against Carl Andre. Uh-huh. All right. And I'm like, listen, just go step on the planks, whatever. Keep it pumping. We don't We know he did it. You can't prove it. What a bitch. I mean, I, yeah, whatever. I'm not I'll listen to that for the podcast maybe because I guarantee you there's interesting fodder. I'm in not there. Re- I'm not listening to that. I'm so sorry. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I just think the culture war angle of the psyop is kind of over. Yeah. Very obviously that didn't really work. It didn't <sighs> it didn't stick. 
It worked for a couple of a years thin screen. to divide people, but then everyone's kind of tired of it now. Yeah. And so when the when the broader narrative is shifting more towards like you should be afraid of nuclear war, you should be afraid of pandemics, you should be afraid of these bigger things. That means more nefarious, bigger moves are being made Ooh, behind maybe. the scenes. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a lot harder to resist this. You could think, even think about how difficult it was for people that were anti-vaccine and stuff during COVID. Yeah, they right. turned out to be mostly right. Yeah. And nobody wants to admit that, but you know, yeah. and Think about that type of psychological manipulation on mass, like applied to other things that are even scarier. Right. I don't like that. Well, That's what sets me on edge is like, okay, getting everybody ready for a tactical nuke. And how do we know it's not a false flag? You know, like this thing in the in the North Sea that just happened with the pipeline. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? And yeah. it's very unclear who is responsible who did for it? that. Yeah, no one knows. Yeah. There will be a lot of events like that that are even more consequential to your life. Yeah. And... You're never gonna know who it was. Yeah. So if you're not like if you're not very introspective and you're not very critical person, you're just gonna give in that it's your side, and that's yeah. not good. That's no. real bad. And if you are a person that is like an open-minded person and a free thinker, you're gonna have a lot of friction with a lot of people that you know. Oh, cool. Can't wait. Yeah, we're used to it. <sighs> yeah. Anywho. Okay. Um, pay for the Patreon. We're gonna record one right now. So go pay for it, please. Thank you.